and we are back. Welcome, everyone, to the Dude Thoughts podcast, a celebrity deep dive show. Uh, we talk about uh, lots of people here, uh, famous people, celebrities, and they talk about us. So if you haven't heard people like Dwayne The Rock Jansen and Blake Deadly talk about us in their uh, conversations regularly, uh, listen to them. Uh, because uh, they do. They talk about us. Don't take our word for it, though. Uh, let us tell you all about it. Kelki. Hey, <laughs> don't what's take up? our word for it, but we will tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, take don't take our word for it, but definitely take our word for it. Um, you know, just hanging out. It's getting pretty toasty up in here. Getting into that summertime. Summertime. Um, also, for a while, Scarlett wasn't sleeping through the night, um, which sucked. But she was sleeping in, and now she's sleeping through the night, which is great. But she started waking up at like 6 a.m., which I do not love. But it's fine. Everything's fine. We're just, she goes to school, and then I take nice naps, and then I <laughs> read a lot and do a, endless amounts of laundry. So that's pretty much all that's <laughs> happening in my life right now. We have our design meeting tomorrow for the house. So then that's they'll exciting. start the house. So very fun. exciting. So are you do you get to just kind of do whatever or do you have like they samples, have like, like based on the neighborhood? Yeah, they like they have a lot of custom and upgrade options that you pick from yeah. to customize the house, but like they have the selections, but it's like a pretty decent selection. Okay. So it's That's nice. For the most part. So you're doing all upgrade. gold everything, right? <laughs> I hate gold. So we're doing a lot of black on the hardware, like the matte black finish on the hardwares and then like grays and whites so it'll be looking bougier than we, than i actually am so <laughs> that's the goal bougie. yeah um, it's really not to be bougie it's just to look bougier than you are yeah which i'm already pretty bougie so <laughs> i am getting a giant bathtub so that's what really matters you it. thank you i agree um okay so it's, did you end up going with the one that fits 20 people um i surely did the twenty person bathtub. Oh, yeah, Love the, it. The classic twenty person bathtub. Yeah, the, the orgy edition. Yes. It'll be like sex <laughs> all over again. You guys can get on bros being basic again. Yeah. Um Carmen. Hey, what's up with you? Uh, you know, just going into complete bankruptcy for this this kitchen still. Um actually okay. I'm I'm home alone. I uh He's I dropped Jessica. Man. Yes, uh, my Bachelor. wife left me, and my daughter wants nothing to do with me. Um, so I'm I'm alone now, man. Yeah, seven. She's seven months old now. Oh my god! Yeah, it's wow. June. Happy Pride. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Uh, she turned seven months old on our dear friend Gabriel's birthday, uh, June first. Um, and uh, yeah, I so I dropped Jess off at the airport. Woke up at five thirty in the morning. Ugh, kill me. And then it was, I actually had this revelation while, while waking up. I was like, I'm not going to come all the way home from O'Hare airport just to go all the way back to daycare. So I grabbed Marlo's stuff and I just drove her right to daycare after yeah. uh, the airport came home. And I was like, ah, I'm going to take a nap. And then the contractors were like, Hey, we need you to come to home Depot to buy stuff for us. And I was like, ah, no nap. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to go get a coffee and I'll meet you guys there. And then I had to help them like load it into the truck, which of course I hated. Um, but uh, I, I officially helped. <laughs> I prefer manual labor over like learning true skills. Uh, <laughs> I would rather just help someone lift the drywall into their van than, than be taught how to, how to change. Oh, <laughs> I see. But not like, yeah. yeah okay. 
Yeah, which Jessica, I'm sure, hates, but at least I never get asked. Uh, like we have, we have some really, really great friends. Uh, you know, John and John and Maggie, and then yeah. um, my cousin Sam and her husband Bryant. Uh, they they're super handy, and they've done a lot of work on their kitchen. So like every time we need help, they uh, they they come over and they're helping us. And I remember Bryant came over uh, when we first moved in. We were just changing electrical outlets. He's like, "Hey, I'll let me let me show you how to do this." And I'm like. Bryant, I'm going to, I'm going to level with you. You can show me how to do it, but it is not getting committed to long-term memory. So I will (laughs) ask you how to do it again. Is there anything else I can do? And he's like, well, I guess you can paint. And I was like, perfect. Love it. Let me go paint. Uh, so I would rather just be upfront and honest with people. I'm not going to learn this skill. Um, anyways, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm home alone and Jessica comes home Sunday and that's, Love it. That's that's my so life. So if you want to break in and murder Carmen, now's the time. Yes, you will never have a chance again. I'm unprotected. Uh, my dog is even outside. I said, let's make this a fair fight. <laughs> I won't even have Grievous at my side. And the cat will be under the bed sleeping. Because <laughs> uh, she's really going to stop somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gabe, hey, dude. Hey, birthday boy. Hey, dude, what's up? Nothing much, man. I had a really good birthday. I still worked because I told people... Like, I already have Monday off. Why do I need a Wednesday off? Like, I already have a three-day weekend. I don't really need another random Wednesday to just sit around and do nothing. I'd love to sit around and do nothing, but I don't need to. With people, and, not, not yeah, alone. Yeah, exactly. And i rather just get ahead and get off a little early Friday than get off random Wednesday and then have to catch up Thursday, Friday. That's just That's just silly to me. But, you know, other than that, it was really good. I talked to a lot of people who I haven't heard from in a while. Um, so that was nice. Jessica, uh, I almost called her Siverly. Um, She's still Siverly <laughs> in my phone. Same. <laughs> Jessica called me. And Same. We talked for a little bit. Um, and lots of other people called me. So it was just nice. I was like, oh, I feel so loved. So thank you, everybody who reached out. Uh, it was a great day. And now I'm just working. We're recording this on my lunch break, which is really nice, because I'll be on a trip for 10 days. So, Hey-o. yeah, so it's nice that my, my dear friends were able to hop on my lunch break to do a great podcast about my man crush, Eowyn. Zac Efron. Oh, <laughs> that's my man crush. Zac Efron is also my man crush because so true. fucking I have the same type. Also, yes, we do. I wanted, <laughs> Zendaya shared a picture of Tom Holland. Oh my God, it was so cute. And it was a birthday post and I wanted to Photoshop my face onto it and just be like, <laughs> thanks, babe. Have. But... <laughs> I lost I lost track of time and now it's too late. But wouldn't that have been fun? No. I think you have you have a one week since the post comes out. Uh I'd say that's the, that's a fair threshold, personally. Okay. And I think the sh- the crappier the Photoshop job, the funnier it'll oh, be. Oh, so. absolutely. <laughs> so you should, <laughs> you should Photoshop <laughs> your entire body just onto <laughs> his face. <laughs> onto just the the spot where his face is, it's your whole body. Yes, that's what I should do. I don't but. know why that made me laugh before you even came out. <laughs> Very rarely do I make myself laugh before I even get the punchline out. Uh, I can usually hold it together. I there spit on my computer because I laughed so hard. <laughs> but no, that's it. Other than that, what should people do at the 7 minute and 39 second mark, Carmen? Ooh, it's me. Uh, so what people should do is tell... Uh, 
a thousand of their closest friends and family members all about this podcast. And anything less than a thousand basically just means that you uh, you hate us and you you personally uh, it's it's you're admitting that you don't have a thousand friends or family. Now there is a loophole to this, and it's called uh, the Kelky Initiative, and it's. Basically, you don't have to listen to anything I say at all. Um, that is what I do. That's, that's <laughs> that the initiative. initiative. <laughs> um, but in that case, you could uh, accept that and basically just tell anyone. Uh, one person, it doesn't matter. Uh, but like, subscribe, the Do Thoughts podcast um, at Carmen.Gabriel.Official, at Jim Leader Gabe, at Catically Kelke. Uh, and basically just tell us who you want to hear from. You want, you want to hear from... Uh, uh, Ewan McGreg and not Ewan McGregor. Um, uh, and, uh, let us, Love it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not, nothing's going to top Blake Dudley. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite one for sure. Yeah. That's the best one. But anyways, uh, yeah. Follow us, subscribe, give us a five star review, write one out. It helps us on the algorithms and, uh, you know, we've definitely been trending in the right way, uh, lately. So really appreciate it. And, uh, Kelky, we're talking about, uh, the guy, the guy that we like, he's, yes. uh, one with the force. Yes, and also, too, I really only knew Ewan McGregor, like, as an actor. Like, I knew nothing about him personally, and I have learned so much, and I am truly fascinated by this man. (laughs) So he has had quite a life. I'm very into it. So um, Ewan McGregor was born in Perth, Scotland, on March 31st. Which brings us to... Kel keys to the stars. This makes him an Aries. Do we know any Aries? We do. It's Ryan. Ryan and Stefan are both Aries. Um, Sometimes Aries are known for, um, how to put it nicely, the stirring (laughs) the pot is a nice way to put it. Um, They're a fire sign, which is Leo's are also a fire sign. Um, and they're typically super motivated and like work really hard, um, really confident, typically like often find themselves in leadership roles, um, very passionate and kind of like go after things and typically tend to be like, uh, like a more cheerful disp- disposition. So that's love it. That's an Aries. Very airy of them. Aviary. Okay. <laughs> Lucidary. <Okay>. God. <laughs> Flaccidary. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so he was born in Perth, Scotland. Um, I'm sure you've heard his accent. He has one. It's delightful. Um, he a is birth in Perth. Five foot nine and a half inches tall. So Average-ish, I guess. Um, His mother and father were both teachers. His mother uh, retired and then was deputy head of school, which I don't really know what that means. I don't know if it's like principal or things are different in Europe. I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Um, And then his father was a PE teacher and then a careers master, which I believe was like a guidance, like not a guidance counselor, but like, uh, help you figure out what you want to do with your life counselor type person. If I had to guess, I'm not positive. I could be super wrong. Um, but that's just how I feel. So then he also has an older brother named Colin 
And his older brother, Colin, uh, was a pilot in the Royal Air Force. So that's oh pretty goodness. cool. What a fun family. I know. They're very, they're very busy. Is it actually true? I think uh, I read a, a story about his brother's call sign in the Royal Air Force. Going to say something terrible. Something no, so no. Uh, oh, okay. His his uh, his call sign in the Royal Air Force was OB two. I did after... not find that anywhere, but that would be hilarious. Yeah, I I have to maybe I have to fact check that source, but uh, I remember reading somewhere fairly recently that uh, his his uh, Royal Air Force call sign is OB two after his brother Obi Wan. Gabe, I made you a present. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's a real no, story. No, I, no, just no, look no. at your phone. I just sent something. <laughs> I made Gabe uh, a birthday present on my phone. That's uh, yes, I love it. Although uh, I do wish it was his whole body just on his face. Still. No, that's just as funny. That's awesome. It's uh, not it even hard. lined it's up to his neck. Well, her face is in the way. I didn't want to cover her face. Um, anyways, okay, so um, he left. For anyone who can't see, because this isn't a visual podcast. <laughs> what? Uh, he just sent uh, our group chat the picture of Zendaya and Tom Holland, but it's with Gabe's uh, face photoshopped very poorly over <laughs> yeah, it. I didn't even really like trace out Gabe's face. It's just a square it's, cutout. <laughs> it's it's not even proportionate. It's a very aggressive background. <laughs> it's the most colorful photo you could find of me on <laughs> a black, on and, a black white and white photo. picture. Yeah. <laughs> Thought that was fun. Um, okay, so you and McGregor went to school until he was 16, and then he was like, I don't like this. I'm going to go um, work in theater. So he was a stagehand at the Perth Theater. Um, then he took like a beginning actors class at uh, Kirk. Colody College of Technology. So I think that's kind of like a smaller technical college. And then he went on to, he moved to London to study at Guildhall School of Music and Drama. And this school is very prestigious. And I looked up other people who graduated from here and I picked, there were a lot, but I picked the most notable ones that like you'll know the name without me having to explain who they are. Um, Haley Atwell, mm. Orlando yeah. Bloom. Know him. Daniel Craig. Also know him. Alfred Molina. Also know him. And Lily James. Uh, so those uh. are the ones that really jumped out. And I was like, they'll, everyone knows who these people are. So who is, who is the first one you said? Haley Atwell is, uh, she's, uh, Captain Carter. Carter. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The girl who gets cut in half. That's the one. <laughs> Spoilers. The girl most famous <laughs> for getting cut in half. Nothing else. Also, they're going to put that on, um, Disney Plus at the end of the month. So I'm guessing it didn't do as much in the theaters as they thought it was going to do. Yikes. <clears throat> Anyways, okay. Mm. So right before he graduated from the, the fancy school, he got a leading role in Channel 4 series. Channel 4 is like the main channel in the UK. Like it's just wherever. It's, I, I don't want to say it's PBS because not that many people watch PBS, but it's kind of like PBS. But if a lot of people watch PBS, I guess, I don't know. I love PBS. But how I often grew up on that shit. It? Yes. How often are you currently watching it? Well, now that I have a daughter, zero, <laughs> zero percent. TV. Yeah. Um, so he landed a leading role in a series on Channel 4 called Lipstick on Your Collar. And that aired in 1993, which launched his acting career. 
Um, which obviously he's done just so much. Um, cause that was almost 30 years ago. So he's been doing the most, um, obviously I would say his breakout role was probably star Wars. Cause before that, a lot of what he was doing was like smaller, um, low budget and more indie type film stuff. Um, he had done a couple foreign films, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was doing again, a lot of like series on in like Europe and the UK and stuff. Um, so, but one of the reasons that he really wanted to do uh, Star Wars was because his uncle was in the original Star Wars trilogy. Wow, I did not know that. Jabba? Yep, that's his Leia? uncle. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was uh, one of the X-Wing pilots named Wedge. Do you the Wedge? Him? Wedge Antilles? Wedge Antilles? Yeah, yeah, that's his uncle in real life. He's wow. actually uh, noted in, in the Star Wars Wiki, Wikipedia as uh, <laughs> one of, if not the greatest X-Wing pilots of all time. Yeah, so he um, was a huge Star Wars fan growing up, so he was super excited when he got to be in Star Wars. Um, I believe that he did a great job in the prequels. I am not a huge fan of the prequels because I think they're bad. But the story they tell is great. I love the story. I think I hate Hayden Christensen so much it really pulls focus for me. <laughs> and why, why is that? Because I, I think, really don't understand I, the I, hatred. I'm sorry. Not as a person. As an actor. I don't find him oh. compelling as an actor. He's, I've seen him in other in, things as I well, and I didn't enjoy him in any better of Better than uh, I haven't his love interest. <laughs> as oh. far as acting goes. Also, I think I've said this before. It drives me insane that uh, Natalie Portman is the same in all of them, and they have that kid in the first one, and then they switch to him. It drives me up a wall. Like, I yeah, don't understand that, that choice, and it makes me, like, live it irrationally angry. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me mad. Again, I love the plot. I love the story that all the Star Wars tells. I just have all the Star Wars tell. I just have preferences about how the stories are delivered, and I don't think the prequels do the greatest job. If I was ranking them, I still enjoy them. I just also hate them. Mm, yes. Fine. It's fine. They're they, important to the story. I appreciate they're important they to the do. story. I, I also saw a meme uh, about how like the prequels were critically slammed for their CGI. Yeah. But a lot of them are still better than some of what is out now today. Um, like there was a lot of people who didn't like the animation for even this Obi-Wan series for the Inquisitors. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really don't care. I'm not going to select G- Gabe knows this better than anyone else who knows me. I will. I'm, I'm going to stand star Wars no matter what they could literally do uh, a galactic version of two girls, one cup. And I'm going to be like <laughs> fucking so good. So good. <laughs> Well, I also take a lot of issue with Jar Jar Binks, but that's a whole other story. Um, but well, again, yeah. the plot is important and I still enjoy overall what it does for like the storyline. I don't want to be the Star Wars fan of like gatekeeping Star Wars and be like only the original three, but 
I, cause I also enjoyed the newer ones more than a lot of people. So everyone has their preferences on which are their favorites and that's just everyone's prerogative. Um, they're all tied for first. Okay. Um, <laughs> obviously, I mean, I do love Ewan McGregor. He does a great job. Obviously Liam Neeson, Samuel L. Jackson, like the cast is stacked. I agree. The CGI isn't that great. What's weird is I think the original effects have like stood the test of time better than the prequel effects. Cause in the prequel effects, they kind of, we had more technology, but now that hasn't aged as well. But like, we just all accepted that technology from the seventies is what it is. So like it, I don't know. I just think that the pew pews from the original trilogy is better than a lot of the things from the newer ones. Yeah. Well, it's also like Jurassic Park, right? You watch, you watch Jurassic Park from the nineties versus so like, good. It's still so good. It's it, versus like Jurassic Park 3. Ugh, ass. I haven't watched asshole. that one. <laughs> I've only watched the first two and then the newer ones. I've just been you told imagine? that I don't need to see the third one. Yeah, no, it's just not good. I'm going to I'm I'm going to I'm going to jump ahead all the way to the end. I want to see Ewan McGregor in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go for it. He's very talented. He was uh beating the beast. <laughs> ugh. Yeah. A French accent. Kind of a bummer. <laughs> um, so obviously, yeah, he was. We'll just go through some of the bigger ones. Um, Star Wars, which was a big deal for him, and he was very nervous about it because up until that point, again, he had only done lower budget stuff or more like Shakespeare type theater things. Hi, Michael. And then uh, <laughs> he's working. Hi, Michael. Um, and then um. So he was kind of bummed when it did, like he was praised for his performance, but the movie overall not getting great, like not being received as well, like kind of bummed him out. But he obviously like still did it and was good. Um, and then he did Moulin Rouge, for which he received a Golden Globe nomination. Um, that movie is weird, but good, but sad. And I don't think I've ever two. seen that movie. It's, it's a it's musical. About, I don't think you like it. I think, it. It's about. I think it, okay. he falls in love with a like a, a prostitute. Kind of yes. Okay. And she's and I know the song "Come With Me" is in it. She's like terminally ill, so she dies. Yeah. So spoilers. She's a nice. terminally ill stripper. Yes. No prostitute. Yes. Oh, <laughs> prostitute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also like it's I, quite. It's like a spectacle musical. So, um, there's just like a lot of like very big showy things happening. Um, and they've re opened it up on Broadway and Michael's brother saw it and he was telling us about it and he was like, it's crazy. Like how much they do uh, on the stage. What? Like it's, there's just so much spectacle to it. Like it's just such a like showy show. So that's cool. Like cats. <laughs> but more. <laughs> and no one's dressed as a cat. Um, oh, then he was, then he was in Black Hawk Down. Um, that was another big one. Oh. Oh. Nope. Okay. Carmen's, okay. Carmen's frozen. frozen. Carmen's frozen. I don't know what to do. Should we just keep going? Yeah, I keep going. Oh, Big Fish. It was in Big Fish. That was a weird one because it's I don't, Tim never Burton. Never heard of Big Fish. Oh, really? Tim Burton. That explains it. It's a weird one, but it's really good. Um, and then, um, obviously more Star Wars, more Star Wars. Um, oop. I think. 
Oh, it's still recording, so I'm going to keep okay, talking. Kinda, that was risky, Carmen. <laughs> it was. It's good. I don't know what's going on, and I don't know if this is going to work, because it says that I reloaded everything, and it's only saying se- it's uh, 12 seconds. Up at, yeah, up at the top, it still says the time is going. Oh, great. Mine says 18 seconds. <laughs> oh, well, I think we're well, good. You're, but if you're recording in GarageBand, that should be okay, right? Nah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I life is a highway. If, I wonder if Carmen will edit this out or if everyone gets to listen <laughs> to us have technical issues live. Yeah, <laughs> this is so it must be Zencaster because this is now uh, last no, night. It did the same exact thing. No, last night we both froze. Now just oh, okay. you froze. Gabe and I just kept talking. Yeah, we were <laughs> All great. Right. All right. Well, then I guess I have to hear about what happened later. So take it away. Keep on going. Um, and then, okay, so Beauty and the Beast, bit of a bummer. Not the best. Um, yeah, could have been neater. Yeah. Also, did you guys see the Beauty and the Beast live action, like the whole thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So my main issue with these live action ones is like they don't, I'm like either make it one for one or do it completely different. They kind of like hover back and forth yeah, and it I is agree. annoying, especially with the music. So with Beauty and the Beast specifically, like when they did Be Our Guest, it was like they were trying to do Be Our Guest, but be like, but it's different, but it's still the same. And so he was doing it. I'm like, vocally, he sounds fine. The arrangement was weird and it didn't make any sense musically to me. I just yeah. don't get it. The Gaston song added like a little bit where they stomp around a little too. Yeah. And then Gaston punched Belle's father right in the face. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Best part of the movie. Evans? That wasn't in the script. <laughs> yeah, that was a choice. Um, so, and then he uh, is also, he was on the third season of Fargo, which I've never watched, but I've heard is very good. And he, um, he got uh, an Emmy or sorry, a Golden Globe award for best actor for Fargo. Um, and then he was the adult in Christopher Robin. He was in that scary Dr. Sleep movie. <laughs> Never saw that. Yeah, I didn't. But I really want to, but I just feel like it's going to make me too emotional. <laughs> that was with uh, it was also General Hux was in that, right? Uh, I do not know. No, nope, thinking Peter Rabbit. Ah, Peter right. Rabbit, not Christopher Robin. Different movies, yes. Um, he was in Birds of Prey, which was a great film. Oh, he was it. so good. I've not My finished that. I saw favorite. the first 30 minutes of that movie, it's and that's so it. Um, so those were like the big ones. Obviously, there's so much that I left out. I just felt like those were the most notable ones that he's done. Yes, I would agree. Um, so now I have lots of fun facts about him that I'm going to share. The fun of the better. They're very good. Um, So in 1997, not super far into his career, but uh, 1997, Empire Magazine listed him as number 36 on the top 100 movie stars of all time. And in 2004, a BBC poll named him the fourth most influential person in British culture. That's pretty high. Before he was one of the best actors of all time before Star Wars. Yeah, because he did that movie Train Spotting, and that was like a big thing for him because he played like a... um, like a drug addict, alcoholic, like there was like a very, very heavy role and he got a lot of accolades for it. I wonder what Will Ferrell ranks. If, if that's the case, probably like top 10, right? Probably nowhere on that list. If I had to guess. Really? On a different yeah. list. On no list. On a different list. <laughs> um, and... So here's like one of the most interesting things that surprised me about him. He's a huge motorcycle enthusiast. Um, So 
in 2004, he did a four month long ride with two of his friends where they went all over the world. So they were London, New York, Russia, Kazakhstan, Mongolia, Ukraine, and Canada. And they totaled 22,345 miles on their bikes, which is bonkers. That's a lot of bikes. Yes. Um, They wrote a book about it called The Long Way Round. And then in 2007, they did it again, but they did a different place. They went from somewhere in Scotland all the way to Cape Town in the bottom of South Africa. And they wrote a a book about that one called The Long Way Down. And they also did a docu-series about that one. Um, And his brother and father were in for parts of that trip. Um, (laughs) Also, while in Kazakhstan (laughs) on this trip, he got a mosquito bite and his face swelled up. And then later on, like a couple years later, someone asked him about it in an interview. And they were like, he was like, oh, yeah, we showed it in the documentary. But what we didn't show is that I also got three mosquito bites on my bits and those were also very swollen (laughs) he was like it was surreal because it changed its shape wow and i was like i can't not include this fun fact because it's just an absurd (laughs) thing he brought it up (laughs) (laughs) i just i i wonder if they were used during that time they weren't oh is that in the documentary he just mentioned it he was like, oh, <laughs> his wife wasn't there. So he was, oh, he was. Oh, fine. married. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Um, <laughs> I feel I'd have been like, someone needs to see this. <laughs> so swollen. Um, and then uh, in 2019, they did another three month ride from Argentina to California for a docuseries that aired on Apple TV in 2020. Um, also, he is a ambassador for unicef so on all three of these rides they've made a lot of stops like in um different parts of the world in that capacity to kind of like help or raise money or do whatever um with the unicef operation Um, and unicef stands for united something it's something for children (laughs) the c i'm pretty positive is children I used to know this. Did you ever have I UNICEF got where you I get the this. little cardboard box and you collect coins? No. No, I don't remember that. Oh, that was like an elementary school thing. Uh, UNICEF. Let's see. What is UNICEF? What is UNICEF? It is... Just give me the acronym. United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund. Mm, see, I knew the C was children, and I knew it was United. Um, so yes, so he's been doing that for most of his career. He still works with them a lot, um, in the current times as well. Um, and in 2012, he actually, they did a documentary for BBC where he traveled to Nepal, the Congo and parts of India with UNICEF to help deliver vaccines to children there. Love that. What a good guy. Yes. Good guy. He's very, you and McGregor. Very, um, philanthropic with his time. He does a lot of volunteer work. <clears throat> for him. He's a winner, not a loser. So um, we have a little bit of, um, I guess, scandal would be the right word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Scandal. So in 1995, he married Eve Mavrakis, 
who was a yep. production yep. designer that he met on the set of a TV series that he was filming for uh, BBC. Um, so they were married in 95. They have four daughters, two of which are um, adopted daughters, one of whom he met on his bike trip through Mongolia. I was just like a child on the street. And then he was like, I'm going oh. to adopt you. Um, so that's crazy. Like just crazy times. That That's so cool that it worked out that way. Um, but his children were raised. Uh, so the, his wife, Eve, is Jewish. And so they raised their daughters in the Jewish faith. And he said he was brought up vaguely Christian, which I thought was funny, which is why they, he didn't really have any ties to it. So that's why he elected to, to raise them um, Jewish because she was raised in a very Jewish yeah. um, family. So he wanted to honor that. It's a logical way to go about it. Yeah. Um, I'm also in, nervous what the scandal is because yes. there's a lot of buildup for this. Yes. Yeah, so um, in 2017, they announced that they were set May 2017. They announced they are separating. Uh, they filed for divorce in 2018 and the divorce was finalized in 2020. Now <laughs> in May, 2017, he started dating Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who he was currently filming with on the set of Fargo. Um, and at this exact same time, she also separated from her husband mm. and then they got divorced as well. Um, so shifty eyes on the, t- on the timeline yeah. of the situation. Well, given a lot of other stuff, that's not the worst celebrity scandal. Uh, no, also it's pretty impressive cause that was recent and I don't, it was like not in the tabloids yeah, at, all. at all. Yeah. That's just, that's just celebrities be fucking. That's yeah. not, that's not a scandal. Um, <laughs> So they have a son who was born in 2021. Yes. There's them together. Yes, there she is. And um, she, they got married like what, two months ago. They got married in April of this year. So she's like 37 and he's like 51. So mm. mm-hmm. that's fun. <laughs> um, and uh, she's, she's taller so, yeah. than him too. Oh, really? She's been in some stuff. She was also in Birds of Prey. I recognized her, but not like I had to search for why I knew who she was. Excuse me. I don't remember her in Birds of Prey. Who was she? I don't. I don't know her from anything. Huntress. Oh, cool. (laughs) Um. Anyways, she's also in Fargo. That's how they met. Uh, Apparently, also it was a bit of a scandal because when he won the Golden Globe for Fargo, he thanked both his wife and her. Oh. Mm. Oh. He's, you know what though? <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Celebrities, you know. Yeah, who is he gonna upset? Just, just don't <laughs> yeah. have affairs. It's fine. Just don't yeah. give a speech. Uh, just go. <laughs> Thank you. And step off. Thanks. <laughs> um. So then, okay. So he has said in other interviews that, uh, basically since 2000, he has been completely sober because in the 90s he was going a little too hard, and he was like constantly going to work and showing up on sets drunk or hungover. And he kind of realized like, I should not do that. So to prevent himself from going on a full downward spiral, he just went completely sober. So he's been sober for 22 years. Respect it. Mm -hmm. I respect Um, anyone who makes that jump. It's yeah. Yeah. I, I think to myself and I, and I don't drink at home. Like I'm not one of those people that just like has alcohol in their house. Uh, Maybe someday I will be, but I don't just like drink at home. Uh, but I try to think like, I guess I could just not drink anymore out in public. Like, 
we could do friendship shots of soda, <laughs> you know? But is it worth it? I don't know. I don't really... I'm not one of those people that, like, needs to drink. Like, that's not fun for me. So, I get it. Yeah. We, um, we all know our dear friend uh, and, and former former uh, Dude Thoughts alum, Hunter, uh, is how long sober now? Uh, long time. Like, four years, maybe? Multiple years, yeah. Yeah, everybody yeah. buys soap. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think it's cool when people just make that decision before things get like yeah. too chaotic. You know what I mean? Yeah, before hitting rock bottom. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes people have to like go through it and hit rock bottom to get that wake up call. And sometimes people can kind of step back and be self aware and, and be like, I'm going to do this now, which I think, but both of those, either way, the it's a hard thing to do. Um, but it is admirable both ways for sure. Um, okay, Admiral so. both ways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a few more fun facts. Um, Jude Law is one of his best friends. They were roommates Aww. for a while in London. Love that. Um, he has been still like very passionate about stage acting. So he was when they did a Guys and Dolls revival in London. He was one of the leads in that, and then he was also Othello in Othello <clears throat> when they did that in London as well. And then, so when he got the call that he was going to be in Star Wars, he was at a party um, at the lead singer of Oasis's house. Wow. Um, who is also a big Star Wars fan. They're friends. Wow. So he was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in Star Wars. So then Noel, who is the guy's name, went to his room and brought out two lightsabers and they had a lightsaber fight at the party. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's a very similar fight in the prequels. <laughs> I well, think it's, it's similar. It uh, Hayden the, Christensen has a similar story, I think. If you think about it, the time frame of when he would have gotten that call, the lightsabers would have been like those plastic, like, child <laughs> yeah, lightsabers. Go, <laughs> yeah, <like> yes. <laughs> so that's what they were fighting with, which is really funny. And then... Um, and he had them just on hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was also a fan. Um, also because Ewan McGregor grew up a huge Star Wars fan and Blake played it a lot as... <laughs> in his youth when he was actively filming star wars during a lot of his lightsaber fights he would make lightsaber noises like unconsciously like he would be like and george lucas would have to be like you you have to stop Uh, we're gonna we're gonna add that in you You don't need to do it (laughs) so i think that's my favorite fun fact about him that's an awesome fact i would be doing the same thing who's the um Who's the, the the British talk show host that gets all those celebrities on? Um, um, Graham Norton. Graham Norton. Graham yeah. Norton. I love that show. F- I love that show too. I love them yeah. all together, not one at a time. Mm-hmm. There, exactly. uh, Ewan McGregor was on uh, this clip of the the Graham Norton show that popped up on my timeline uh, not too long ago, and uh, the, the there's a guy on it who he has a recognizable face, but I I can't for the life of me remember what I what I know him from, but he just busts out three lightsabers and he starts doing like the, the, the twirling thing and they're like oh you're really good at that and they're like, and then graham norton's like hey everyone turn off turn off the lights we're gonna get these lightsabers going and then he's doing all the noises and they're like man you're really good at that and he goes yeah i got in trouble on stage a lot uh which is just it's like it's just a very humble and hilarious awareness yeah. that he has of that yeah it's very funny um that's my favorite fun fact. I think that I learned about him was that yeah, he awesome. that George Lucas was constantly like, "Please stop making lightsaber noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll take care of that for you." But yeah, those are like my fun well, facts about post, him. <laughs> so 
So he's pretty cool, mostly scandal free, other than, you know, celebrities be fucking. Other than celebrities be fucking. What are you going to do? My new favorite segment. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, What do we want to see? Carmen, what did you say you wanted to see him in? I want to see him in Jurassic Park. But, like, I want to see. I, I don't want to see a, another reboot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't want to. I, I want to see not a reboot because they've killed it. What I want to <laughs> see is an alternate reality, like a completely different universe where nothing of the first <laughs> like, ones ever existed. Where it just works and out. Where it <laughs> everyone, just works out. Everyone just goes to the parks and has a good time. And he's like the duty manager of Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> and they're <laughs> like, like, hey. Fun. He's Josh tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, we ran out of power. The T Rex is gonna get out. Hold on, guys. I'm an electrician too. What, <laughs> silly Ewan? You could do everything. Ewan. And then he airdrops from a plane titled Ob2 by his brother, <laughs> and he goes down and he parachutes and he he caresses the back of the T Rex as he slides down the tail and fixes the electric pole. And then that's the end. We love that. No one dies. <laughs> the end. What a good time for everybody. Yeah. Um, Gabe, what do you want to see you and McGregor do? Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Muppets for right now because that's great. Um, <laughs> the I would love to see him with the Muppets, but I don't know. I really, I'm sure he's funny, but not in a lot of comedic stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see him with Jude Law and do something. I don't know yeah, what. Maybe cool. just like a fun like buddy road trip style movie mm-hmm. where they have to maybe get the Declaration of Independence or something. <laughs> <laughs> Something you have realistic to steal like it that. back from Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, yes! I want the three of them in a movie. That would be—that's that, my new pick. <laughs> but he has to be the bad guy. Nicholas Cage has to be the good guy. Eh. Yes, Nicholas Cage can be the bad guy. Yeah. But what about you, Cooking? Um, I—I feel like I could see him in some more musicals. He hasn't done a lot. He did like Moulin Rouge, and he did Big Fish. But other than that, I feel like, well, I'm Beauty of the Beast, but I'm not counting that because it was a whole mess of shit. (laughs) Um, But I would see him and I would definitely watch him in more musical types or like maybe even a musical comedy vibe. Go for that. So that would be great. Maybe they'd make Star Wars a musical. I don't know why they don't make more. Honestly, I'm sure that exists. Honestly, Disney will just say it's canon. So it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Hopefully this Taika Waititi Star Wars film is just something just I completely off the wall. I hope it's just incredible. I hope it's just something off the wall where we don't have any known ca- act, any characters. Like, already established characters. In yeah. it. That's what I want. He just is creating his own Anyone world. named Skywalker. <laughs> um, Speaking of... Yeah. Wait, sorry, Kelki. Go ahead and finish what you were saying. I'm I sorry. was just going to say Ewan McGregor kind of reminds me of... Um, oh my God. I can't think of his name. Who's the guy from The Greatest Showman? That's not Zac Efron. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Thank you. Yeah, it's the same thing where he's everyone's like, Hugh, come be this big Wolverine. like action part. And he's I like, just I just sing. want to sing. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I, I get that from you and McGregor as well. They're like, okay, keep doing these really dramatic or like fantasy things. And he's like, I just want to sing a song, guys. I um, thought of something new. His his voice is really quite good. Like in yeah. if you listen to the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, it's it's very it works really well for musical theater. Um so I would definitely want want more of that for him. I thought of something new. I would love for him in like a Freaky Friday movie. I don't know why. I just where he switches bodies with somebody, or like he goes into an animal. I think that would be, <laughs> he is an animal. That would be fun. <laughs> he switches bodies still with with Jamie Lee Curtis still. <laughs> you and McGregor. <laughs> uh, 
Also, before, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't actually talk about this. Have we all three watched the episodes? Are we all caught up on Obi-Wan no, so I far? No, I have not watched it yet. I have watched the first two. I haven't watched any Okay. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything for this third episode, but... But there's a cameo. <laughs> there's there is a cameo. They all end in a cameo, because that's what they do on Disney Plus now. They all end in a fucking who's going to come this week. Tune in next week, because that's all we care about. I'm sorry, well, I'm good. The, the cameo, you really can't even tell. Um, because it's not the person's face, but, uh, I won't, I won't spoil it's that like for you, but I was very happy. I know that yeah. Christensen's going to be in the show and I'm already mad about it. Yeah. Um, but I will say guys, whew, shit's intense. Yeah. Camping. No, I mean the cameo shit's intense. <laughs> oh, uh. No, no, no. The, the whole, the episode is really intense, honestly. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say. But yeah, else so Obi Wan actually had the biggest premiere for a Disney Plus original series, which I think is really cool. So shout out to the cast and the crew. It was great. Shout out. Um, shout out. We love you. Thanks for listening, Ewan. We love you. Thanks for your support. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Please share on your. Thanks Instagram. for. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing on your Instagram. Um. Remember that. Yeah, remember that one time we had like vibe. a six thousand percent increase in streams. <laughs> yeah. Sure do. If that was you, come back. We have questions. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Ewan. It was. It was only Ewan. He listened to every episode twice. <laughs> just the Star Wars episodes. 6,000 times. Um, well, thanks yeah. for doing research, Koki. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so, I was actually very excited to learn about him. Because, again, so all much. I knew was that he was a good actor. I've learned so much. So... Good times. Well, we thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, please like, comment, subscribe, and share with every single one of your friends and family members. Um, All 1,000 of them. If you could, I would love – We it's, this is doable. I would love 100 reviews by the end of the year. So if we are th- 39 away from that. So 100 oh, five-star reviews. Yeah, isn't it? That's pretty realistic. Um, so please leave a review if you haven't already. It helps the – the algorithms um, that would be fantastic, and you know when you when you have dreams, you should do something with them. What should you do? Uh, yeah, if you got a dream, uh, go and chase it is what they say, and uh, <laughs> say we that. will see you all. We'll see you all in the next one. Bye.